Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Thank you so much for being here. You have no idea how much your support means to me and the very fact that you are here right now listening to this podcast when you could be doing a million different things or listening to any other podcast just means so much to me. So first and foremost, thank you so much for being here with me today. My name is Taja, and when I first started this podcast, it started from just an idea of just wanting to share information to help other people living with diabetes, and I started it originally because I had a blog, and I'm like, what would be easier, to talk into a microphone or write a blog post and edit it every single week? Granted, this podcast does take editing too, but to me, I was like, oh, hell, I think talking into a microphone would just be so much easier because sometimes I have all these thoughts and things I want to tell you or things that come up and I was constantly scribbling them down and my blog was all about fitness and diabetes at the very beginning and just sharing information that had helped me achieve my fitness goals with type 1 diabetes because when I was going through my own fitness journey, I was like, oh my God, there's no information that I can find that relates to what I'm going through right now, trying to manage my blood sugars and get fit with diabetes. So that's just kind of what started it all. And I'm just so excited to share this journey with you and that you are here right now. Before we dive into this podcast today, couple things, resources to lose weight because I know a lot of y'all are on your own weight loss journey and I get a lot of questions on weight loss, diabetes, managing blood sugars with exercise and all of those good questions that I can totally relate to. So I wanted to just quickly give you some tools that will help some resources so number one is my free ebook and audio training how to lose weight with type 1 diabetes and even if you don't have type 1 even if you have diabetes this resource can still be helpful it goes through 12 key steps to losing weight with diabetes and all you need to do is head over to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash type one to download your free guide how to lose weight with type one diabetes. <laughs> and then number two is my shredded body for type ones program, which teaches you the exact steps that I use. I'm actually using them right now because I'm cutting weight, which is super exciting. Um, I'm just going through like a little mini cut, but 
every time I or anyone I work with wants to lose weight, these are the exact steps that I follow. And you learn them all inside this program, how to customize your own macros and calories to lose weight and how to accurately track your body weight and your food intake every single day, how to keep your blood sugar stable with exercise. There's a bunch of different workout programs inside of this program and how to continue your fat loss progress. Like there's just so much inside this program that will really help you along your own journey and teach you exactly how to customize everything to your body so that you can not only lose the weight, but actually keep it off for years to come. And you do get lifetime access of this program. And if you use the code more than just a type, you will receive 10% off the entire program. This is a special code as a loyal listener of this podcast. So to check out the program, just go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash join. And then for coaching, or if you have any other questions related to fitness or anything for that matter, head over to Instagram. My handle is at Taja Cato, and I'd love to connect with you over there. So I'm going to link to all of this in the show notes. So don't worry, you don't need to remember all of these links right off the top of your head. But if you are interested in resources to lose weight, or if you have any other questions, these are the top links to check out. And I will link to all of this in the show notes once again. I don't know if you can relate to this or not, but when I was a little girl, I tried so hard to find someone who also had type 1 diabetes, someone in the media who I could relate to and relate to on a really deep level, someone who was going through all of the same struggles that I was going through or had previously went through and who was doing all of the same things that I wanted to do, like modeling and acting and just all of these things that I had big dreams to do when I was a little girl and someone who was fit and healthy and looked the way that I wanted to look. And I tried so hard to find this person, but back then social media didn't exist. So it was really hard to find someone. Like I remember going through magazines and like back then too, the internet was just kind of coming to a thing like I don't I don't even remember being on the internet when I was a kid until I was like a teenager actually or maybe yeah I think I was like 13 or 14 years old so back then I just I tried so hard to find someone but unfortunately I just never found anyone that I could relate to and it kind of left me feeling a little bit empty in the sense that like I had posters of celebrities on my wall, but none of them I could relate to. Like, I wanted to be a singer when I was little. I wanted to do acting. I wanted to do modeling. I just had all of these big hopes and dreams, but all of these things that I dreamed to do, I still felt this missing void of like, can I do that? And can I look the way that I want to look? Can I have abs? Can I, like, there was just this missing thing because no one that I knew or that I saw in the media also had diabetes. So it was like, I don't know, like, I want to do all these things. I think I can, but is it really possible? Like, I never had that expander to show me, like, yes, you totally can. Like, your disease does not limit you at all. 
I here I am doing all of these cool things. And yes, you 100% can as well. I never had that, but I always, always, always wanted that. And I was always looking for that. And I'm really excited, you guys, because... Myabetic, if you haven't checked them out, check them out right now. Head over to Instagram, look at their IG. It's Myabetic. I'll link to it in the show notes, but they are launching a diabetes TV. So this TV service is going to be streaming on Apple TV, Amazon Fire, Roku, iOS, and Android TV. And it's a streaming service that features people within the diabetes community that are doing all of these really cool things and all of the shows are related to diabetes content both type 1 and type 2 and I had the opportunity to do some filming for them when I was in Costa Rica over the eight months that I was there and so I'm really excited because this is the exact thing that I wish I had that I needed when I was growing up that would have been so helpful just to see other people who were like me and doing all of these cool things and I don't know where you are located in the world, but this Saturday, this is Pacific time, so Saturday, October 24th, so it it might be a Sunday where you are, I don't know, but October 24th, 2020, the Myabetic Diabetes Awards 2020 will be streaming on the new Myabetic Diabetes TV streaming service, and they are going to be honoring individuals in the diabetes community. So if you want to check them out, if you want to get more info, go to at Myabetic, M-Y-A-B-E-T-I-C. I will also link to this in the show notes, but I'd check it out if I were you. I mean, I'm definitely going to be watching this Saturday. I'm so excited. I think this is such a cool thing. So needed within the community. Wouldn't you agree? I totally just, I wish that this was available when I was a kid, but I'm so excited that it's available now for people who just want to feel inspired and are also living with diabetes. All right, let's go ahead and dive into this episode today. And you guys, if this episode inspires you in some way today, if it speaks to you in any way, please do take a second to rate and review this podcast by scrolling down on whichever app you are listening to this podcast on, whichever device, and tap the stars to rate the podcast, and then click to leave a quick review and let me know what you enjoy most about this podcast. When you do take the time to leave a quick review and rate and review this podcast, it does help expand the reach of this podcast and it makes it possible for other people who would benefit from hearing this content. It makes it possible for them to find this show as well. Your support means so much and if you do enjoy this podcast and you have not yet done so, please take a couple seconds to subscribe because that way you won't miss out on upcoming episodes and bonus content. I love you so much and I hope you enjoy this episode today. I was nine years old, maybe I was 10. Uh, It was just after my diagnosis. Shortly after, maybe I was 10. Yeah, I was diagnosed in June or July 1999. And so this, it even could have been like the following year because my birthday's in November. So I don't know. I was like nine or 10. And 
I, for the first time in my whole life since my diagnosis, obviously, I finally felt confident injecting my own needles because at the very beginning, I don't know how old you are. I don't even know if you remember this, but (laughs) when I was first diagnosed, we had to practice injecting our needles into oranges and other fruit. I think it was probably mostly, mostly oranges. But I had a nurse, like after I was able to come home from the hospital, I had a nurse that came to my house and just kind of oversaw everything that I was doing. It was a very shocking, like a very traumatic, traumatic, (laughs) it was a very traumatic time in my life just because I had never previously had to go to, like I was a very healthy kid. I never had to go to the doctor really. I just, it was, I had never been in a hospital before. And then, so yeah, the nurse came to the house and I was really scared to give my own injections when I was nine years old. And so my parents did it for me for a really long time. And then for the very first time, I felt like as soon as I could do my own injections, I was so proud of myself. I felt on top of the world, like oh my God, I got this, you know, like I can do it myself. And I remember just feeling so good about it and like so good, so proud of myself. You know that feeling when you're, you do something and you're just like, oh, like I got this, like you're on top of the world. So where I lived growing up, it was like a really small uh, town. It was on Vancouver Island, British Columbia, Canada. And so when you travel to the city, to Vancouver, which is, um, you might, you've probably heard of Vancouver, BC before. So there's a ferry boat that you have to take. It's like a two and a half hour ferry boat ride, or you can get there by float plane. So we're on the ferry boat. It's like me, my best friend at the time. And then my mom and my best friend, I'm, she also had type one diabetes. We met like through my doctor And I'm just feeling so good because I'm doing my own injections now. So we're all in the cafeteria on the ferry boat. I don't know if you've ever been on a ferry boat, but on this particular one, they have like, you know, you can go and like get meals and stuff. It's a little cafeteria because the boat ride is so long. And so we sit down to eat lunch. I don't even remember what we're eating. I feel like we're, yeah, I don't even know, but we sit down to eat lunch. And I take out my injection. It's like, I probably have one somewhere. I'm using them again. They're the BD Ultra Fine six millimeter needles, like the really old school ones that remind me of kind of like a junkie needle. One of the reasons why after what I'm going to tell you is I avoided these for a really long time because I was embarrassed about them. But these needles that I'm now using... 21, 22 years later, (laughs) these are the ones. So I whip out this injection, this needle, and I fill the vial and I'm like so excited because I'm like, yes, I got this. Like I'm doing my own injection and I go to inject. I, I wasn't even thinking, I'm like, you know, like just so excited that I'm doing it myself. And I look over, I think I had just injected and then I look over and this woman, this is 1999, close to year 2000. So this woman with her three kids, she was sitting just across from us, like to the side. And I look over right when she is 
watching, she's like gasps in horror, like panic stricken all over her face. She grabs her kids, like tries to like cover their eyes. She grabs them. She's like looking like as if my mom had just like killed someone in front of her. Like she was so panic stricken, grabbed her kids and like immediately left, like left their food and everything. Like she just like left in a panic. And I remember the feeling of like, just everything inside of my body just like hit the floor because I felt so shitty. It was like, like a big bulldozer came and just like plowed me down because here I am nine or 10 years old, so excited because I can finally do my own injections, not thinking that people around me probably just have no idea what diabetes even is. And seeing like a little nine or 10 year old whip out a needle and inject themselves is like so beyond anything they could even imagine. Like to them, it's probably like, she's some crackhead, (laughs) like, you know, like it's just something that you don't even think about. And obviously I wasn't thinking that at that age, you don't think, oh, I wonder if fucking Susie over there is going to have an issue and think I'm weird because I'm injecting a needle or whatever. Like I, I wasn't even thinking that. I think when you're younger and you're in your authentic, your most purest authentic state, you don't try to hide who you are and you don't try to hide what you're doing. Kids are so outspoken, right? They like say shit and you're, and half the time it's hilarious because they are, they speak their truth. They say things that are so true yet so offensive sometimes, right? So, but, and not saying that injecting needles is offensive, but it just wasn't even on my mind at that age, right? At all. And that was the first time that, and the very last time I injected needles in public and that I will, I've probably had so many experiences like this one, but this one, I will never forget. It stands out like it happened yesterday because I remember that feeling of just feeling so embarrassed and ashamed and upset. And like, it was all because of me that she left that room and like I did something wrong when I'm just doing what I have to do to stay alive and I'm young and I, it's challenging enough to all of a sudden have this diagnosis and all of these things you have to remember. And then something like that happening and it completely transformed how I viewed myself, how I viewed my disease. I, that was the, the last time I injected in public probably why that story stands out the most. And it was also the very, like I, ever since then, I was just so ashamed. I would try to hide my disease because I didn't, I felt like it was just, it was not something that people would view as okay. It, I, I felt like it made me different. I didn't want to make people feel uncomfortable because after that happening and just feeling that like pure panic from this woman who like took all her kids and left and it was all because of me. And you know, if that had happened to me now, it's like, I don't, I don't give a shit. You feel uncomfortable. I'm trying to stay alive. Right. And you might feel that way too. But as a child, 
It completely transformed how I viewed my disease into my teens, into even my early 20s. I would try to hide it because I felt really ashamed of it. And I I feel like these experiences that we have, that you have early in your life, they do kind of change how you know you view yourself in the future and how things unfold and you when you're young you are your p- most purest authentic self and and it's not until things like this happen until things in your life happen that change that for you a little bit and so i just you know and growing up I always, I felt so ashamed. I could tell you so many other stories of like, just, I would hide my injections. I would wait till I would eat dinner on a date and feel like so sick. I'd be like, oh my God, my blood sugar's going up. But I would excuse myself to the restroom. Like I would wait until I could go to the bathroom to inject my needle because I was just so embarrassed to take care of myself in front of people because I had to inject needles when in my mind that is something that makes other people uncomfortable. I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. I want to be like you. I want to be viewed as equal to you and I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable sitting at the table next to me. I don't know what you're going to think about me if you're going to think I'm a bad person, if you're going to think that I'm doing drugs at the table or like whatever it is, whatever had like triggered my mind at that young age when I was sitting there injecting my needle, feeling really good. And then all of a sudden it like my world turned upside down. I was so ashamed and embarrassed about it that I would hide it. And by do, by hiding it, I stopped taking care of myself like I should be because I was more concerned of what other people thought about me than how to take care of myself. And it didn't mean that I didn't want to be healthy and that I didn't want to take care of myself, but the thought of people not accepting me was so prominent at that young age that it kind of took over how I cared for myself and my diabetes. So the reason I'm sharing this is because I know we all have stories. We all come from completely different backgrounds. Our journey with diabetes is completely different. There's yes, some similarities where we can relate to each other's stories. And then there's also other people's stories that actually like I even learn things every day. I'm like, oh my gosh, like we all have a different story to share. And even if you can just think of maybe a different time in your life, if you don't, if you've never felt embarrassed about your disease, you are a superhuman. <laughs> so, cause I, I never had that, right? Like I always felt embarrassed growing up. I don't anymore. I've, I, it took me years and years to build self-confidence around showing my disease and co- talking about it even. Like if you had asked me even five or six years ago, Taja, one day you are going to be talking about diabetes on a podcast that other people actually listen to. I would be like, no, you're wrong. That's not, that's not what I'm going to be doing because I was not fully accepting of my disease. And I just, yeah, it took me a long time to kind of get over that. And I think all of those experiences that you have kind of like add up, right. And they either create, like they just create your outcome and how you view things in the future. But I don't think any outcome is negative because even though this story (laughs) sounds negative, but it taught me so much 
and the strength that you have for per- persevering and continuing forward despite these times in your life where maybe you were made to feel small is just just shows how powerful you are and how strong you are as a person. And so no matter what your journey has looked like, the reason why I'm sharing this story is because if you look at your life, where in your life are you giving other people the power or giving other people's thoughts and opinions of you to dictate your future and to get in the way of you becoming the best person that you can be in this lifetime? Like where in your life are you allowing the thoughts and opinions of others to get in the way of you reaching your full potential? And it could be diabetes related or it could be something else related. Think about that for a second because so often we don't follow our heart. We don't follow our truth because maybe we're scared. And when you can come back to your truth and your heart, I think that is where all the answers are. And that's where you're going to really find true happiness and be led into whatever whatever path is right for you ultimately. That is what I believe. So that's why I'm sharing this story. I hope that this episode inspires you in some way today. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you very soon. One last time, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and rate and review this podcast if you did enjoy it, if it inspired you in some way. And I will see you this upcoming weekend, October 24th, 2020 at the My Diabetes Awards, which is streaming on the My Diabetes TV channel. You can find it on Apple TV, Amazon Fire, Roku, iOS, and Android TV. Yes, it is virtual, but I will see you there. I cannot wait. I love you so much.